This is Pastor Scott Olbert for Spiritual Onion. Let's see if we can get resurrected, okay? Now, if that sounds crazy or ridiculous, it only means we don't get it yet. So let's see if we can get it. The problem with getting resurrected is it doesn't happen without first getting crucified. We don't get new life unless we have tasted death. We don't get renewal without loss. There is no healing without wounding. Healthy spirituality is about dying before we die. Spirituality that makes a difference is about dying before we die. Now everyone has his or her story of crucifixion. We may not call it that, but that's what it is. Crucifixion is a life experience that nails us, an experience that we could not escape, that we could not avoid, that came close to breaking us. A small example is in anger as a kid, I cut a hole in my bedroom window screen with my pocket knife. When my father found the hole and asked me about it, I told him what I had done and why I had done it. That made no difference. I could not avoid the whipping with a belt on the bear behind that there came my way. No escape. Nailed. So all of us experience the absurd, the tragic, the unjust. All of us are done to, wronged, crushed, mistreated, humiliated, and trashed. It's the way of the world. The Good Friday cross with the innocent Jesus nailed to it says, suffering is universal. The only difference between us is what kind of suffering each of us gets and how much of it we get. Now, if you think you've gotten more than your fair share, just consider that right now in this moment, infants are being abused in every way possible. Babies are being born drug addicted or already damaged because their mother stayed drunk during pregnancy. Children all over the world are dying in this moment of hunger and disease. And let's recall the horrible reality that when the Nazis were faced with losing World War II, they threw living children straight into the furnaces in the concentration camps in order to save time and money. Kind of puts things in perspective, doesn't it? So I have four words that begin with the letter T that refer to our choices when it comes to our suffering. And three of them do not get us resurrected. It's not the best of odds for sure. But who said it was going to be easy? The first response to suffering is keep on trucking. This response is favored by men. For example, I had a man in my psychotherapy practice who worked in black ops for a couple decades. And he was trained to never look back. 
just keep on moving, take the next step. And, of course, there came a day when he could no longer do the wet work, so he now had a truckload of very dark experiences coming down on him. Because those who trained him to keep on trucking did not teach him how to unload the truck when he was through. To this day, our soldiers face the same dilemma when they return from combat overseas. Getting nailed is part of the deal. Suffering is our ticket for being born, and keep on trucking just won't work. Because the stuff piles up, right? Disappointments, hurts, betrayals, abandonments, injustices, humiliations, failures. And if we just keep trucking, our load is going to get mighty heavy. Keep on trucking makes for a colorful, grateful dead sticker, but it doesn't make for grateful living. The second response is, take it away, God. God is the big eraser in the sky, at our beck and call to banish the bad. God, the policeman who we ignore or mock until we are in a jam, and then, help me, I'll change my ways. I'll come to church on Easter and Christmas if you'll just take away my pain, my trouble, my problem. What we miss is that the only way out is through. Even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane plays the take-it-away card. He prays, if you will, take this suffering from me, until he comes to see that the only way out is through. If we try to leap over, do an end run, or find a way under our suffering, we miss the Easter truth that Jesus faced his suffering head-on and moved through it to resurrection. If we choose to avoid, deny, medicate, or minimize our suffering, the third choice is that we transmit our suffering to other people, most often to those closest to us. This is why a fair number of children of alcoholics become alcoholic, why young adults on welfare had parents on welfare, why children of abusers are more often to become abusers themselves. My father saw it as progress, that his father beat him with tree limbs, and he only used a belt on me. The wounds unhealed get passed right on down. If we do not transform our pain, we most assuredly will transmit it to others, most often those we purport to love. If we choose one or more of these ways of dealing with our suffering, by the time we are older adults, we likely will be bitter, cynical, disappointed, and hard to be around. We might expect an Easter sermon filled with sunshine, lilies, and beatific smiles, but I figured I would tell you the truth instead. It's my Easter podcast present. Because there is a fourth choice. Transform it. Die before we die and get resurrected. Now, according to Scripture, nature is the first Bible— and we had a hard winter, didn't we? 
gray skies, brown landscapes, no birds singing, chilled to the bone since about November, like the cold finger of death inching up our backs. But look what is just starting to happen all around us. Trees budding, grass greening up, sunshine, even for Pittsburgh. Dogs wanting to go outside, birds flying overhead, perennials poking up through the soil. What appeared dead is now alive, loss and renewal. You see, God comes to us as our life. If you suffered a hurtful childhood that scarred you, this is a sacred wound. And if you have realized in any way that the problem was not you, but the inability of your parents to love you, then you're on the road to resurrection. If you have been addicted to drugs, alcohol, food, gambling, porno, and are beginning to experience even a bit of freedom and recovery, you are dying and getting resurrected. Recall, resurrection is a process. Jesus spent time underground in the tomb. Three days in the tomb symbolizes a heck of a long time because resurrection takes time and it is hard work. So if you've experienced the death of a loved one and have grieved your way to being reinvested in life, then you too have died and are getting resurrected. If you have experienced a divorce and found a new life, then your love has died and you are on the way to getting resurrected. If you have found the courage to leave an abusive or bad relationship, then you have suffered and are on the way to getting resurrected. If you are stumbling your way to self-esteem, self-confidence, self-care, self-love, then you are getting resurrected. If you have experienced trauma and are finding healing, then you have died and are getting resurrected. If you are finding a way to live with anxiety or depression, you are getting resurrected. If life has broken you and if you've found it within yourself to get back up and put things back together the best you can, then you have died and are getting resurrected. If you have lost a job or career and are working to see how you can make your contribution in another way, then you are dying and getting resurrected. If you have found your love, lost her, and found her again, you have died and have gotten resurrected. If you have had family or friend relationships torn apart and find them coming back together again, you are getting resurrected. If your suffering has made you more compassionate, less judgmental of others, and more empathic to the suffering of others, then you are getting resurrected. If you have gone through something terrible and still have love in your heart, a willingness to extend yourself for someone else, then you have died and are getting resurrected. If you are raising your grandchildren, you are helping them get resurrected. If you had a family, lost that family, and regained a more loving one, you have died and have gotten resurrected. If you have been betrayed by your church, but you are finding life in a personal spirituality, then you have died and are getting resurrected. If you have doubts about this whole religion thing, but still maintain a shred of hope that God is reality, then you are inching toward resurrection. If you have had the courage to go to a counselor 
and make sure he or she is a good one because there are lots of jerks out there and you are working through your suffering with that counselor, then you are dying and getting resurrected. If you are working a 12-step program, then you have died and are getting resurrected. If you are just asking God to help you face your suffering and find healing, then you are on your way to getting resurrected. If you have found God in your suffering and therefore found meaning, then you are really getting resurrected. The way things are set up is that we are to experience resurrection now, to see it all around us, to see it happening again and again in our lives, so that when our final moment comes, we can, with grace and peace, know in our very being that after our last breath, we step into the next life where we are resurrected. Our wounds are sacred wounds. They are the path to our resurrection. Thank you for listening. Here at Spiritual Onion, we are going to take a break and then return with a new format. We will focus on various spiritual ideas and issues. So if you have something you would like us to address, go to yourspiritualonion.com and send us a message. We'll see you soon, and Happy Easter. what you hid inside the world has let you down wrong shame out of your pride but even as you falter like sunlight on the water you you shine on my face darkness in your heart you're just a shadow in the way Silver blade in the morning you will find it's just a shadow in the way. Shadow.